welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my Etsy print-on-demand series for 2021. Today, we're talking about product research, but I know you're going to like this because it's product research the easy way. It seems like there's a new tool that's out for every single e-commerce marketplace, and Etsy is no exception. I've talked about this tool before on my channel. It's my go-to, like, highest recommended tool for selling on Etsy for any Etsy seller, and it's actually not just for print on demand, but obviously on this channel, we talk a lot about print on demand. So we're going to look at it through that lens. And the tool is called Allura. They have a whole suite of Etsy seller tools. I'm going to show you everything you need to know and how to use them in this video. But the one you're probably going to think is the coolest is the one you see in the screenshot behind me here. That's the uh, Chrome extension, the product research tool where you can basically perform a search on Etsy run the extension, and you instantly get insights into how well each product in the search results is selling. So you can project uh, basically how well, you, how successful you'll be in that niche. So that's what I'm gonna show you in this video. Let's get started. Real quick reminder, if you haven't already, enter the weekly print-on-demand giveaway. Two winners are selected every Sunday, and it's free to enter. It takes about 10 seconds. This week, sponsored by Merch Titans Upload Automation, Merch Ninja Research Tools, all Sunsets, Premium Sunset Graphics, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. There's a link in the description. Also in the description, you can take advantage of my free print-on-demand mini course, eight lessons delivered to your inbox over eight days, and my print-on-demand Facebook group. Also, if you missed part 13 of this Etsy series, make sure you uh, go back and catch it. It's an important one. I'll link to it right here in the YouTube cards. And in that video, I just show you how to make thumbnails that pop in search results. If you don't have good thumbnails, you will really struggle to make sales. All right, so the reason you're here, today we're gonna talk about Allura for Etsy. As they say, self-proclaimed, tools to grow your Etsy business. And they've been expanding their tools, by the way. So ever since they first reached out, uh, their best product or their best part of the product was the Chrome extension. But now they've added a bunch of additional things that really makes this a no-brainer for me. So I'm going to show you uh, how I use Allura. And you can find the link in the description if you want to support my channel. If you do end up using Allura, that would be appreciated. All right, the first one I want to show you is the Keyword Finder. Now, keywords assist the algorithm in showing your product to the right customers. If you're selling um, Father's Day shirts, you don't wanna show up when someone looks for a 10-year-old birthday shirt, right? They're two different niches. So, and I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence. I know you guys get that. And that's a very kind of broad concept. Like you probably don't need a keyword uh, research tool to find 10-year-old birthday shirts. But here's the thing. We don't necessarily in our head think of the top 13 tags that you should include or keywords in general in your title. So this is where it sometimes is very useful to leverage these tools that can scrape the information from Etsy and you don't have to guess. They'll just literally tell you or tell us. So I typed in Dogecoin in this case. You can see right there at the top that it is estimating that it's this keyword right now gets about 37,000 views a month, 1,043 favorites. There's a lot of competition, about 7,700 products to compete with. There is about 1,200 sales a month generated. Uh, average price, $16.48. 93 shops are competing. Uh, they even give you process time and the main category. And this is based on uh, 100 listings analyzed for Etsy's uh, 
results on the word Dogecoin. Here you see the best performing keywords on the seed keyword that we provided. So the seed keyword we provided was Dogecoin. Well, what do you know? The top performing keyword is Dogecoin. Now, most of the time that's going to be the case. But here, you know, if you want to enter the Dogecoin niche, but you don't really know anything about it, maybe you didn't know to target the keyword Doge. Uh, maybe you didn't know it was a cryptocurrency. Well, there you go. Look at the first uh, three keywords there. Uh, you can see that getting indexed on the word Bitcoin is also driving additional impressions and clicks, even though it's a Dogecoin shirt. So these things, to the moon, by the way, you want a sub-niche within the, the Dogecoin niche? Look a, a little bit further than halfway down that list. It says, to the moon, Dogecoin to the moon, Dogecoin, Dogecoin gift. By the way, I have a Dogecoin right here. Check that out. It's like a real... Uh, not solid gold, by the way. Solid plastic, though. Uh, Dogecoin. <laughs> Got that on eBay. So what you can do is you can select these keywords from the uh, left-hand side, and then you can hit the button at the bottom there. And it looks a little bit broken because I was like super zoomed in when I took the screenshot. But you can copy to your uh, clipboard and then just go paste them into your Etsy tags. Also, you can click on the uh, far right side when you hover over a keyword, and you can see the Google Trends data for that keyword which is a good way to see if you're entering a uh, something that's trending or something that's on the decline. All right, also, they have a product seeker tool. Now, this is something that, to me, makes more sense if you're selling, like, physical goods on Etsy or on Amazon. Like, this is, this is something that I've, I've used in the past, but mainly for my FBA business and optimized more for Amazon. But they have built one for Etsy, so let's take a look. And again, I put a print-on-demand slant on this, but you're there's a lot more potential than what I'm going to show you in the product seeker. So this is another app that's built into their website. I mentioned, you're going to love the Chrome extension. I'm going to show you the Chrome extension at the end. So you're gonna have to wait to see that one. And that one you can actually use on Etsy.com. So the product seeker, you can provide a seed keyword. You can drill down into category. You can filter by country. In this case, I didn't do anything. I just provided a seed keyword and searched and I searched for Dogecoin and you can see a bunch of uh, results here. You can also click any of those headers and it'll filter that column by top to bottom, like high to low or low to high. You can also enter additional que uh, query filters by expanding the filters. And I just wanted to show that to you here. You can uh, exclude or include only certain categories. In this case, I selected clothing. Uh, you can set metrics like minimum total sales per month, maximum. Well, okay, that's actually not by month. Total sales is overall. Uh, but you can then set minimum monthly sales being generated, maximum monthly sales being generated. So something that I like to do sometimes is set maybe 15 sales a month and then set the age, which you see at the very bottom there, age, set the max age to like 100 days. So see if there's any new products, relatively speaking, two and a half months or no, what's 100 days? Three months, <laughs> roughly three months old products that are doing about 15 sales a month, making a sale every other day. Cause that's actually, that's pretty good. Do the math. If you're making... Let's say you're selling a shirt $19.99. You make about $10 a sale. Well, that's $5 a day. That's not bad. On a, uh, 30 days in a month, that's $150 a month. So pretty good. All right, so in this case, back to the Doge example, I clicked one of the T-shirts there. The one that says Dogecoin shirt, HODL, on we're going. Uh, you can see the information there, the price estimates. It says it's doing about 14 monthly sales, generating $265 a month. Total sales, 247. Total revenue, 4,678. So you can see all this information. Basically spy on your competitors. Check out what's working, what's not working. All the relevant metrics you need are right here. So, And it's, it's on the Allura app um, on their website.
which again, link in the description. All right, this is a new one. They wanted me to uh, spread the word about this one because they're proud of it. And I've used it on my girlfriend's account, my girlfriend's Etsy account, and it does work. It's really nice. Um, It made me feel like I need to spend a little bit more time on our Etsy listings. But here's the other thing. I always want to be transparent, guys. Like, your time is money. And what this thing does, this uh, listing helper, is it's going to make you it's going to suggest that you spend a lot of extra time on your listings. Now you have to decide for yourself. How is your time best spent? I personally am okay with making listings that are good enough, good enough. You can spend all day trying to make the perfect listing, but if, if it's in some super competitive niche and it doesn't get a lot of eyes on it, it's not going to help you. Whereas you could have spent the time you, 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 the additional time you spent optimizing on posting five other listings in other niches. And maybe you would have gotten a sale from one or two of those niches. So it's a balancing act. There is no right or wrong answer. My recommendation is make them good enough, right? (laughs) And there isn't necessarily a score that you'll see here. Let me hide myself, by the way, because I'm blocking something. Um, So what you see at the top there, it'll, it'll connect to your Etsy shop. So you have to give it access to your Etsy shop. It'll give you a shop score and tell you how to improve your shop. And it will go to each one of your listings and generate a listing score. Now you can drill down into your listings And you can, um, well, not, okay, so this is just the top of the page when you drill down into a listing. You can see things like your conversion rate, though. That's pretty useful. Uh, Then you see recommendations like this. And let me hide myself again, actually. And you can see, like, improvements to the title. And when you expand that, it doesn't just tell you it's suggested improvements. It tells you why. And I'm going to show you an example in a second. But it says you can do better title, better photos. Uh, It actually itemizes it. So you see title, one out of three. So there's two other things you need to do. Photos, one out of two. Description, one out of two. Tags, zero out of three. So they need to improve the tags on this listing. Um, and here is an example of what you might do. So it says, recommendation. We recommend replacing duplicate tags because they are redundant. We found the following duplicate tags. And this is just one of the examples. It says, animal, because animal is an attribute tag. Here's another example, quality of tags. We recommend using specific multi-word phrases instead of generic single-word keywords. We found the following potential low-quality tags for your listing. And then some uh, example words. So this is really good stuff to consider. Again, it's not like you're doomed to never make a sale ever again if you don't have a perfectly optimized listing. But these are takeaways that you can apply to all future listings that you create So not only are you going to level up your existing listings, but then when you are creating future listings, you know how to attack them so that you don't have to circle back and do it twice. So it's really good stuff. Hopefully you've also taken away um, a few tidbits of information from this uh, course that I put together on YouTube. So you you see here more suggestions, sales performance, conversion rate, trademark infringement. It actually looks into um, trademark. However, you need to do that yourself because it's very hard. Like I'm still yet to find a perfect tool or anything that's near perfect as far as trademark goes because you really have to look at the design of your shirt and see what design you used and what keywords you used and then trademark search that. So that's what's gonna matter most. And these tools don't actually scrape your design for for words. All right, and then after you make changes, you can tell it to reevaluate and then you'll see your uh, old score, your new, new score, et cetera. In this example, it looks like the score went down by eight points. So typically you would see that go up. All right, additional tools, check this out. These are really cool. We're gonna breeze through them and then I'm gonna show you the Chrome extension. So you can go to their additional tools section and they're constantly adding new stuff. So they have a privacy policy generator for your Etsy shop that actually gets into the um, GDPR stuff. If that doesn't ring a bell, it's basically, I'm pretty sure that's like a European thing where 
you can essentially create a policy that adheres to multinational marketplaces and they've got it basically built into a um, wizard so you don't have to start writing code and all that i remember they told me that they worked really long and hard with a an, an expert lawyer to get this thing built the right way so that's here it's not something you have to have but it's definitely something that's good to have uh they have a fee calculator don't waste your time setting up your etsy shop if you're going to lose money so the fee calculator is very useful and they've got an editable etsy shop kit to help you get all of your branding done and you can download that as well all right the last thing i promised that i would show you is the most exciting thing to show you and this is the product research chrome extension so you can go and grab that from the chrome web store but in order to use it you're going to have to have a subscription to allura so again i invite you to use the link in the description and check it out um and you know what i'll do is i will email them and i'll see if i can get a discount code for all of you guys that I know are probably excited to see how it works. So what I'm gonna do, by the way, for this one is I'm gonna show you a demo that I had previously recorded, and I show you how to use this, um, all the functionality and whatnot, everything you need to know. This looks very similar to Jungle Scout, Helium 10, AMZ Scout, a bunch of those tools you're familiar with if you sell on Amazon or if you've ever done Amazon product research. However, Allura got the bright idea of doing it for Etsy, for a new marketplace. They've got two, um, if I remember correctly, masters people that hold masters in data science so they got like two really smart people on staff they call them their data engineers because i remember i don't just tell you guys about these tools without doing some digging first and it really sounded like these guys were legit that they've got a lot of uh, smart people behind the scenes working on improving this stuff and making sure that it works right that's given us good data so this is just a screenshot of the uh, the tool here so ignore that i didn't i just took that from their website but let me show you a use case that you might use it for so i came to etsy i typed in funny 2020 shirt then when you install the Chrome extension and you log in, you hit the little icon and it'll run the extension. So it does a little overlay. It looks like this. And you see a lot of data points here. So let me uh, just walk you through the relevant ones. So first and foremost, you can actually like go and click a product in the results and it will return a bunch of relevant data from that product right here at your fingertips. You don't actually have to leave the screen, the search results screen. And you can see a bunch of relevant stuff like the tags, uh, can you see primary keywords? Well, you can in the title. And by the way, if you're just studying your competition when you enter a new niche, like look at the title. The title carries a lot of weight when it comes to signaling to the algorithm what keywords customers search for that your product should be associated with. As in like you want to be ranked on page one ideally. So look at the title. You'll notice a lot of these really successful listings uh, do what's called keyword stuffing, which is typically frowned upon. But on Etsy, I mean, the title carries a lot of weight. And it is a common theme to see successful listings, keyword stuffing the title with relevant keywords. So you can get this information at a glance right there in the uh, tool. Then at the top there, you're probably most interested in those data points. You've got typical favorites. So you can see kind of at a high level, <laughs> you can judge your competition. I mean, it's at a glance. Don't think too much into it, but typical favorites, 83. That's a lot of favorites. You know, that, that means that this is probably a pretty established niche. If you see 83 favorites uh, on average, but this is also just reading the page one results is my understanding. So page one's obviously going to have the most uh, favorites. Typical price, which by the way, again, just uh, this is this is unrelated to using the Allura tool. But just a side note, uh, the typical price can be misleading on places like Etsy and eBay, where they, um, I mean, I guess on Amazon to an extent, but like where people can maybe price. Their like let's say their t-shirts are offered in extra small, small, medium, large, etc. Well, they can do like extra small youth size and charge 
$12. And then in search results on Etsy, it's going to say $12. However, if the average person is buying adult size and the base cost might jump up to like 17, 18 bucks, and then you go to adult size medium and it costs more than small and size large costs more than medium, et cetera. So it can be a little bit misleading. So I wouldn't worry too much about the typical price. I would do manual research if you're really going to use price point as part of your strategy for listing and, and being competitive. Typical sales, it says 47. So that's pretty good. Good indicator there. That's good sales velocity and score. So they give you a high level score um, of the seed keywords that you entered. And it's on a one to 10 scale. Eight is a pretty darn good score. That means it's got a lot of velocity. And um, I guess based on the data points available, a relatively approachable niche in that you can have some expectation of making sales should you choose to list products targeting these primary keywords again that you entered. So in addition, you can click the little uh, squiggle arrow up and you get to see Google Trends embedded into, again, the uh, this, is, this is all on Etsy, by the way. This is just that overlay that you see when you run the extension. So you can see based on Google Trends, is there interest in these keywords? So funny 2020 shirt, you can see is actually spiking back up there at the end in popularity. And as we head into the end of the year too, you can bet it's probably gonna, um, I, I would guess it's gonna spike in popularity again. Uh, you can see things like the category that products are listed in. So I had already typed in shirt, so it's no surprise category was clothing. But if I were to take off the word shirt, you may see like this would instantly serve as a good indicator. Well, should I list apparel? Should I list mugs? Should I list stickers? You know, if you're using Printify, Printful, Guten, you know, those are my big three that I would recommend. Uh, you have a lot of options of product types that you can upload designs to. So that can be a good indicator of what you should be targeting. Price point. Again, don't think too much into this because that can be misleading and there's really no way that I'm aware of where they can actually give you the true average price point because I'm pretty sure Etsy probably knows that, but it's, it's hidden away on their servers on the back end. So that's just going to take the lowest price point available. Favorites, again, giving you a good indicator of who the most popular listings are in these search results that were returned based on the uh, keywords we typed in. Estimated sales and revenue. Revenue is just going to be a function of the uh, price times the sales, which again, I mean, in my mind, the revenue might come in a little bit lower than it actually is. If you see a price like 1095, chances are if I go to that shirt, the one at the very top there, and I select a adult size large, it's probably going to end up charging me like 18 to 20 bucks, which would make that revenue number a little bit higher. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, make sure to let that YouTube algorithm know by hitting that like button and subscribing. By the way, if you subscribe, you'll catch part 15 of the series where I think we're gonna wrap the Etsy mini series. I'm gonna show you how to automate your social media presence on Etsy, where every time you have a new listing, or a renewed listing, it's gonna blast it out to various social media platforms like Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And that's it, guys. Thank you for watching till the end. Quick reminder, I do have a full print-on-demand course. It shows you exactly how I make six-figure print-on-demand sales every single year. It will fast-track you to success. It shows you everything you need to start, scale, and automate your business, so check that out. Link in the description. And again, thank you, like, subscribe, and I will see you soon. Mm-hmm.